Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, so Trav, I was rooting for the guy. I mean, if he's going to be out at Riviera Golf Club or golf course, and he's going to be out there, and this is kind of his one most one of the most exciting days of the year for him. What, is he going to just sit in a clubhouse and, the, and look at a window of the golf course? Looks like it's clearing up it, enough for him to play. Absolutely. And, like, yeah. if, if he's going to do anything today, getting out on the course, please. Yeah, him and Morales bad. out there. Yeah, that's not bad. Not that's, that's so good. bad. That's good living right there. What's going on, Berg? Jealous? Not much. No, what's going on? Steve? Okay, so you got a chance, I'm assuming here. You watch all the games? Yes, of course. Because right, right now we're at like the sweet spot, right, where there was four games, two on a Saturday, two on a Sunday. It's, that's it's arguably the best. Like the only problem with this upcoming weekend, what the hell do I do on Saturday? Because there's <laughs> two games on Sunday and that's it. Now luckily, I, mean, I think you, Lakers actually got a game on Saturday. Yeah, that's that's Which nice, actually kind of nice. Yeah, nothing on Sunday. That's right. That's right. All you do just is just the pieces sit on together. Sunday. Yeah. You, what do you order? What are you ordering for Sunday? And I want to know what Emily's ordering for on Sunday too, because that these are the important hmm. things. And do you already have like that far of a game plan? By the way, no. her. Yeah, I was <laughs> no, going to say yeah, I, I don't have. Like, I've pro- not probably there's a there's a good chance. No, actually, I, I don't know. It's it's whatever I'm in the mood for because I'm not your. I don't have to do pizza and wings. No, I've no, already no, talked to them to about way, ordering always. sushi on S- Super Bowl. It's like it doesn't. It doesn't. Nothing has to connect. It's whatever I'm in the mood for. Yeah. So but, I, I don't think well, I have a game you missed, plan yet. I, you might have missed the story. We talked about it on top of the hour, but I'll tell it again. So this weekend, I uh, didn't talk to anybody. I was very much like you was home. I, I read my yeah. book and I watched sports and I texted people that I wanted to text and whatever about sports. I even texted with her yesterday <laughs> and she said, "Leave me alone." I no. got a one-word answer. Well, <laughs> what was the one word? Why well, I said, hey, Em, what day are we doing Olive Garden again? And she just said Wednesday. Yep. And I, was well, like, well, I don't know what else you wanted from what, me. What <laughs> more do you need from that? I don't know. I, but to be you, honest, I wanted like a couple sentences. You wanted, you wanted like, hey, oh, I'm so excited for this. We're going to do it uh, Wednesday. I just wanted a couple sentences. Yeah, no, I just want to say, we're hey, Al, the, we're gonna hope get you're doing well. Bread, Thank you for reaching sticks, out. It's great to hear your voice on text. Okay, uh, yeah, but I was, I got... Very high on Saturday, and I ordered yeah, DoorDash did. not once but twice. twice. Uh, and was it I was watching. Or was it flour? Uh, edibles, and I also She's a double DoorDasher. <laughs> so I ordered DoorDash twice. I got yesterday. pizza and I got Chinese food, and I watched Interstellar, and I didn't get it. And so that was that was my entire Saturday. You didn't get it, <laughs> okay? Well, yeah, it's, it's I also a, watched conf- football. It's a confusing movie, but also you were high, so getting fully understanding. Uh, no, I probably usually understand it better when I'm high, especially for <laughs> like something you're like more focused. Depth, more I focused, can, yeah, because well, because you can yeah. understand all the time jumps. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, it looks pretty. So what's when wrong, we first what, sorry, heard, what's wrong with the double DoorDash? By the way, I did that yesterday on Grubhub. Double, I'll do- tell you why. Double Grubhub. I'll tell you why. Initially, Sunday. initially, when she said. That she did two DoorDash, and I think you had even said for dinner. Like it was you. You even specified yeah. that it was for dinner. So Trav and I immediately thought to ourselves, okay. So she ordered DoorDash. She got some pizza. Okay. And then before the pizza even came, she ordered Chinese food. And then it was like <laughs> a mad dash. Which one comes first? That's what she was going to do. That's not what happened. The okay. fact <laughs> that, that would she be, had that would be something. Well, that's because because she said for dinner. So we just thought, okay, she ordered it kind of at once. Yeah. She had a four hour gap. Yeah. That's a long gap That's to a, then order something completely But it is different. the peak of laziness to order DoorDash twice in one day. Yeah. It is, It is. Uh, I don't do it often. I've probably only done it like once other time before. But yeah, it is the peak of laziness to order DoorDash twice. So I call that Sunday. Usually, that's, right. a, my, that's a normal Sunday for me. I get, I order my uh, coffee shop. I get a, some, uh, I get a French toast thing and okay. some coffee, and it gets yep. sent to me. And so I get stuff for Riley as How well. How far is that from where you oh, are? See, I will, I will drive there every other day besides Sunday. I don't so want Sunday, to you're yeah. specifically five minutes. Yeah, no, it's probably a, yeah, it's five ten minutes to yeah. drive there, which is fine. I normally will go, but on Sunday, I want to actually just have it. I don't deliver use it to any, me, I, and then I, dinner. I and that's delivered. lazy, but it's fine. I, but yes. you're acknowledging I never use the delivery services. 
I just never use them. The only time I use them, I order Thai food that dropped off in another Thai food place. That's a different story. <laughs> oh, this I, is I, because I you are better than us and not as lazy as us. Me and Greg are lazy people. No, Absolutely. I'm incredibly lazy. Especially on I mean, Sunday. And Saturday, Saturday, I was very lazy. Good. Did you? Yeah. Did you? But you still get yourself up? off of the couch, get I, yeah. into your car, and drive to a place that because true. you know that's that's less lazy than what me yeah. and Greg do. Yes. Have you heard uh, Don Corleone at all today? <laughs> no, I, I yeah, you haven't it. heard me all the morning. Oh yes, I've, I heard him the whole morning. <laughs> it's party, amazing. Party making that run. That's amazing. <laughs> you know this is going to last too. It's not just today. This is going to last oh, throughout whole, the week. Yeah, the whole week. They've, they've heard continue. me like this before. We're worse. Yeah. Oh God. He was in say, it, man. He, say, was, he had his team. I made an offer. I can't refuse. <laughs> exactly. His team almost went from, hey, this is the favorites to win the entire thing to being eliminated by the Packers. Packers. So he's got a hey, reason to the game to has four quarters, and they played great in the last drive. There there is, is, that's all that matters. Exactly. I heard, I heard Travis talking before. He's right. When, when you needed him to come back in that last drive, you needed a drive from Purdy. He did it. That's does that mean he was mostly Christian McCaffrey? But sure. But sure, but we'll does sure, that but do, he, does that change your confidence level in him? I, I'm still going into their game coming up, and I know it's the Lions, and we should give the Lions, Lions more good. credit. But I, I'm still like, yeah, this dude. If there's one thing that's shaky about the Niners, I mean, you got to have Debo. Of course, Debo is going to be a big piece. But I'm not looking at Purdy and saying because of that last drive, they're fine. That guy missed a lot of – I mean, he, yeah. he had a lot of plays where you're just like, how is this guy going to win a Super Bowl? If he looks like that again on Sunday, they lose. Oh, yeah. Because the Lions have been looking good. The Lions have actually played very, very well. Yeah. So I think that's, that's going to be a very good game. He, by far, is the worst quarterback still standing. It's not, not even close. Because it's Lamar – yeah, Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. Goff, and uh, Purdy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and actually, I think good. you could have made that argument for how all eight quarterbacks played this past weekend. Yeah, Purdy was probably eighth he, on that yeah, list. Yeah, he was still eighth. If on we that. did it before the um, games happened, I probably would put Purdy above Love. But oh, yeah, yeah uh, Love. No, I, I'm with you. Purdy I, in that game. I wouldn't have thought at all that Purdy was going to be that far behind the pack. But but in, Love, why not throw it away? It's first down. Oh, why not play. throw it away? Awful Just play. throw the ball away. Awful See, play. that was the whole thing with Love too. Is that he threw the he awful play interception and there was no there was far guys there. Yeah. By the way, you just turn that corner, you can run and get a first down, or like you just said, live to live uh, to see another day and just throw the ball out of bounds. I have no idea where he was throwing the ball. No, I don't know. And across his <laughs> body too, it was just it was just the it was literally wrong side way. by side the same interception that Brett Favre had thrown at, as a Viking uh, in oh, one of the playoff really? games. Yeah, so it, I'll, I'll send you the side by side. But also in that game, that's a Saints game, I think. Yeah, the Saints yeah. game, and then also even the Ravens Texans game. It was 10-10 going to half. I know. Like, I was like, I was looking, I was like, could both of these teams be eliminated? But then, you know, the Ravens did their thing. And they kept the Texans out of the end zone. I think they're the first team. They're the only team this year that kept them out of the end zone. Mm. And they did it twice. They did it in the first game of the week. Was their only touchdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the the game that the Texans were eliminated in. And, uh, but Stroud has a great future into the Texans. Okay, so. I I really like the Texans. It's just too bad. Like, if they had a guy like Tank Dell who got injured earlier in the season, I think that would have been a little bit of a different game. But, But bro, they had a. Texans had. That's an it's incredible season. Amazing rookie season. head coach, rookie Nothing quarterback. I mean, it. and you lose to the Baltimore Ravens on the road. That's yeah. an incredible season. I mean, that was probably one of the better games that I've seen Lamar play in mm-hmm. the playoffs because mm-hmm. the, usually he has been was he was one in three, I think. In yeah, the, the playoffs before that. So the, now is the test for Lamar. Yeah, oh. beating the Texans, no big deal. Now is the test. You oh, got yeah. Mahomes this mm-hmm. weekend, and then Please. you get to the Super Bowl. Actually, I'd, I'd, I'd pick Baltimore in this game. I know we Do got a really? full week to talk about it, but I. I uh, if it, if it wouldn't be, I, I would expect Baltimore. They're probably going to be. They'll probably be favorites coming in, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to try to shut everybody up. Like I think like he always does. The same type of thing. Mahomes has lost in the AFC Championship game. Sure. Obviously, he lost to Burrow. But if into I have, Brady, and well into Brady, but at, at the same time. If I have to choose a quarterback to I get have no, no, in the AFC Championship game, I understand. it's Mahomes. I, I don't it. even care who he has on the field with him. You can put you can put like the the water boy out there. I just He's think Ravens have a better team. Sure. That, that, so that's the only way. We're not we're not picking quarterbacks. If we're picking yeah. quarterbacks. You have no reason to pick Lamar over Mahomes. You just yeah. don't. I was I was actually more shocked that. Buffalo was able to run the way that they did against the Chiefs' defense. Yeah, so they have been very, very good this year. So the mm-hmm. fact that he was, they were able to get past all that with, with Buffalo shouldn't have even been in the game towards the end. But either way, they shouldn't have. I, they, they I got think lucky their with defense that is and... good enough to mm-hmm. to beat Baltimore. I think you're right. Baltimore probably has a more complete team, but I still trust Mahomes and the Chiefs. Fair.
Um, because we're never going to get a chance to talk about it again because Trav will refuse to go see a movie that Emily recommends or if anybody comes in and says, hey, Trav, that was a really good movie. You should go see it. Then he's not going to go see it. We did that with Iron Claw. You saw it over he the weekend? Yeah, I saw it really. Trav won't see it? No, he won't see it. Why? Just because... He just won't physically get into a theater, one. It takes him a lot to do that. And two, because Why? it's just... He knows he can't handle the story, and he does not want to be impacted by it. There's been a lot of movies okay, that you've recommended. That's fair. That you've recommended to him. He doesn't. He doesn't typically go to a theater. Yeah. He might watch it on streaming, but he's not going to go to a theater and see it. I love going to the movies. I, I mean, obviously she does. I, too. St- I still go to the movies. I don't have no problem going to. What did you think theater. of the movie? I thought it was it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was extremely sad. It, there was a lot of there was. It was hard to watch, honestly, yeah. especially towards the end when everybody just kept dropping. It was. Uh, it was yeah, don't give very, any details, but yeah, yeah. it was really it good. Was, it was. I mean, it's history. It, it's, so. it's real life, so mm-hmm. we can't, you know spoil true, real true. life yeah, yeah 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 but at the same time it was, I, I i came in blind to the whole like i i did not know the history i didn't know any of the stuff so but yeah really really good it's really it the was, music is really really good too by the way like the music in that like the tom sawyer drop at the right time uh, yeah, like was, it was, was all really nice. like classics and they even put on spotify the there's um one of the Iron Claw Brothers, all one of our Von Eric brothers, is in a band, and they released the song they sing at the party. Um, and I've been listening to that over the weekend. It's just, it's, it's great. Oh, nice. Is A twenty four is the studio that? Yeah, A twenty four released um, is the production studio that released. Uh, so is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know too much about it. I think you know yeah. more. What do, what is the whole thing behind A twenty four? Because all of the all of the trailers mm-hmm. when I was watching, yeah, was all A twenty four trailers. Do you what know do you a mean? lot of Do you know a lot a lot about that production studio? Oh well, yes. They they basically are you an investor in A twenty four? I think is what he's asking. A twenty four is has made some of the best movies of recent memory. They started off really indie. Now they're getting a bigger budgets and bigger um, things. Like their their highest, their biggest budget movie is going to come out this year. It's called Civil War. It's going to come out um, that in was March. A trailer. Um, there's a trailer. But A twenty four, yes. Uh, they want they made everything ever all at once. Won the Oscar. They've also done Moonlight. Also won the Oscar. Oh. They do a wow. bunch of these like smaller insular indie family mm-hmm. stories. Minari is also a um, A twenty four. It's all small insular family stories typically, but, but those they're really are all deep, successful. well written. A twenty four is Oscar Beatty, and I have mu- multiple pieces of merch from A twenty four. I'm a big A twenty four fan. Um, but very because serious they, movies, I don't know what the hell you were movies, talking about. But they also do fun movies, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they do like they did Dream Scenario. They a, do a comedies. Movie. Yeah, they do comedies. I don't know. It didn't seem like it from the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> very serious, sad tear jerkers. I'm all, okay. <laughs> do, you, do you have a problem? Some people don't like, or if they go to a movie, they just want pure action, entertainment. I don't mind any of those movies. I don't mind the, you get me a serious movie that, or a, a movie that's making you think or anything like that. I don't mind mo- films like that. No, I don't mind them at all, but like, I, I need to be in the mood to go to that. If there's a yeah. comedy, I will go see that at any time. I'll go watch it at home. Sure. But also, we're doing a lot of things, and I want to go home, and I want to shut my brain off for the most part, mm-hmm. so I will st- usually stick to comedy. Problemista is going to be a comedy. Problemista. It's called Problemista. It's coming out this year by A24. But if you are looking for a movie and they have either it's from A24 or from Neon, they're going to be good movies. So just understand that. I usually shut my brain off when I'm here. I (laughs) shut it off. (laughs) That's what we always always say. Such an idiot. Well, he usually shuts his brain off once the show starts. Not listening. Not being just gone. Over. Can we talk about the Lakers? Yeah, we can. All right, we're two two plus hours in, and there's a lot to hit on with the Lakers. Man, they are so frustrating. I can't tell you how annoying Friday night was. You know what was even more annoying is it watching was. them blow out the Blazers yesterday because it's like, of course, that's what they do. Um, there are there's a lot of chatter around D'Angelo Russell. There was some stuff that came out from Sham Sharania yep. um, this morning that I want to get into, and then just the frustration of watching Lakers basketball. They should be on a four game winning streak. They're not. They lost to the Brooklyn Nets. They treat these games so nonchalant. Michael Thompson was saying something yesterday about they just got to get in and they'll be fine. I don't really agree with that. I'll get your opinion on it. We'll talk Lakers coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sleeva Show, uh, Bergman in the house. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, uh, Trav Golfin out at uh, at Riviera. Bergman in the house here. Yes, um, sir. How frustrating is this Lakers team? It's extremely frustrating because that game on Friday. You're right. It was just. It was. What are it they was doing? Pathetic. I don't. It was very hard to watch. And then to turn around on Sunday and play. I mean, that's the way they should play against a really bad Portland sure. team. Yep. But still, I mean, I'll put it to you this way, Silly. I I know you want to get into D'Angelo Russell. I think his his fate was sealed with that loss on Friday. D'Lo's fate was sealed with the loss on Friday. Right. Why 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 D'Lo? Because but because I think well D'Lo is the most obvious choice. I I've been saying it since the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. D'Lo was brought back for his contract. I think it it was despite the fact that he has a player option next year. Yep. It was it was the right it was eighteen million dollars. It was movable. It was a whole thing. I think he was brought here so that at this point you could move him. I don't think they were trying to keep him for the whole year. Yeah. And you could see it in his face after the game on Sunday. Like you played well. You put up what thirty six points, thirty four points, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Played really well. Hit a bunch of threes. And then he was crying, talking about or getting emotional, talking about what it was like to be a a Laker, and then he's sitting mm. on the sideline. He's upset. He's upset in the post game press conference. Are we connecting dots on. here, or do you think there's something there? I'm absolutely connecting dots, but I think something's there. I mean, it's obvious they want well, to make a, a change. Let, let me all right. of something. It might. I'm, an, I'm. Let me sympathize with D'Lo for a quick second. Sure, because I mean, D'Angelo Russell, his entire career, um, traded to the Nets in 2017. Sign and trade to the Golden State Warriors, uh, traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves, traded to the Lakers in 2023 before the trade deadline. Every year that this man has been in the NBA, there hasn't been really a franchise that has said, hey, this is home for you. And we want you here for long term. We think that you're going to be maybe Minnesota, you can call it. But even Minnesota, they ended up shopping him. Right. And they trade him to the Lakers. I don't know if D'Angelo Russell is numb to his experience around the trade deadline, but you don't even have to get to the trade. We were already talking about the moment he signed, um, McMenamin came on pregame show yesterday and we're having part of that conversation. And McMenamin was like, listen, he gets traded to the Lakers. We know his performance in the playoffs is performance specifically against the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Gone. They go and re-sign him and he doesn't have a no trade clause. He has a team option in his second year. So the moment that he signed with the Lakers and you saw the terms, it was this is a tradable contract. This guy probably gets moved before the trade deadline. I mean, every single year, this guy is a part of the chatter. So where he is mentally when it comes to that, maybe he's numb to it. Maybe there's a little bit of, damn, what the hell do I have to do to just be on a team where they want to keep me? That's my sympathizing with D'Angelo Russell here for a quick second. Sure. I mean, the last five games, he has been as consistent as we've as every Laker fan so wants what, him to So be. I guess that was going to be my transition. Okay, well, what happened in these five games? Because I, I can make a case that D'Lo in these last five games, first off, he's started for five straight games. Yep. So maybe that has a lot to do with it. He's played basically 35 minutes a game in those five games. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, maybe there's a little bit of, I could get shipped out of here at any time. Who gives a you-know-what? I'm just going to go out there and play, and you have this kind of, I think we all run into things in our life where you reach a point, maybe you're really, really trying to get somewhere or do something, and you, you keep falling flat on your face. And then you reach a point, you're like, you know what, F it, I don't even care. And that's actually when you're most dangerous, and that's when you're you're probably at your best is when you you don't care about the result. You're just going out there and doing it. Why is D'Lo all of a sudden balling out in these last five games? I think, I think you have it kind of right. And I don't know exactly. I haven't paid attention to how many shots he takes every single game. but I can He's see, been efficient. I can see in his last five games how many shots he's taken. I think mm-hmm. it leads to what you're talking about, just going out there and just shooting and doing what he wants. Uh, last night it was 
21 shots, 14, 20, 12, 26. Like he's putting up, shots. He's putting up a lot of shots. That's usually that many shots is Ant is AD and yeah. LeBron. That's yeah. basically it. And maybe you can get, you know, 14 to 17 every time. 26 shots in a game. That means I I'm just going to shoot it every time I see it. It's going down. So, so that's nice, but he it sounds like to what your point was He's just going out there and be like, I don't care. I know I'm getting shipped out. I'm just going to go out and shoot my shoot my tail off. And look, and maybe it's a lot of I am at my highest trade value right now because of how well I'm playing. Because yeah, he's been inconsistent I, for most of his career. Look, that that's why I go back to you said the you thought the loss against the Brooklyn Nets yep. kind of sealed, sealed his fate. Yep. I don't think it mattered whether they won that game or they didn't as far as D'Angelo Russell. I think we kind of know what D'Lo is. I think for me, no matter what, even if D'Angelo Russell goes on a run in the regular season, and let's say he ends up a Laker the, the the rest of the way, he's playing out, the Lakers decide maybe there wasn't a trade out there or they didn't like what they were going to get back, or they decided let's just keep D'Lo and ride this thing out. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Sure, sure. Even if he does that, there's always going to be, yeah, but look what happened last playoffs. Yeah, look what happened against of the course. Denver Nuggets. Yeah, are you going to be able to defend? He's basically playing from behind the entire time until he puts together a stretch or a run where Laker fans say, okay, he did it at the most important stage. Of course. Why? I mean, that's how it works, though. It's how you perform in the most intense periods, and that is the against the Nuggets, how he did not perform. So when you needed that performance out of him, you didn't get it. And that's probably – so what you're talking about before, about, hey, he, he's never been able to stay at consistent spaces. Yeah. Is that part of it? Is it him or is it the teams that are always just moving him? It's probably him. Because it's him, right, exactly. So at some point, you know, these five games, if you're inconsistent all year, you have a set of five games that's like it's really, really strong, good, that's amazing. But I I just don't want to – I don't want to put the Lakers are 22 and 22 because of D'Angelo Russell. That's my only thing. No, no, it's not his fault. So like we were talking about the Brooklyn Nets game. The Nets game – you had just won two games that we'd all say, hey, those were two good wins. You beat yep. the Thunder, you beat the Mavs, which is, to be honest with you, it's a little pathetic to be that excited <laughs> about beating the Thunder and the Mavs at home. I'm just being honest, it is, but that's how bad, that's how inconsistent the Lakers have been this year, where we're highlighting those two games and saying, watch out, here comes the Lakers. Well, no, you were supposed to have a better record than the Dallas Mavericks. Thunder, give them the credit. You they're, know, they're doing they're their good. thing. They're good. Um, but I, I don't want to give. I don't want to put this on, well, it's because of D'Angelo Russell, Lakers sitting where they are. They come out, they they approach games. I'll use Brooklyn as an example. They think they're a lot better than they really are. They're not that good. You're 44 games in. If you're 544 games in, that means you can lose to anybody on any given night. They've had a ton of of excuses. This is, again, just my perspective. I'm not saying that there haven't been key players that have missed some time, but last I checked, Anthony Davis missed two games. Bronze missed four games. Those guys are on pace to play 70-plus games yep. this year. Austin Reese has not missed a game this year. D'Angelo Russell has only missed uh, four games. If those are your four best players, they've basically been there every single night. Um, I just don't want to look at this team, and and I know he's a very polarizing player, D'Angelo Russell is, and a lot of people think one way or the other on D'Lo, either they like him or they hate him or trade him tomorrow or keep him or whatever the case is. The Lakers are not 22-22 and 22 because of D'Angelo Russell. No, it's not strictly D'Angelo's fault. There's he hasn't a lot helped, of, there's but... a, He hasn't helped, and I think mm-hmm. that's the bigger part of it. Is he hasn't taken them over. Like, he hasn't been a, someone that's – made them better it's like your d'angelo because ad lebron austin reeves those are that's your core austin hasn't been that great this year i think reeves has regressed yeah he's regressed tremendously and uh, he had and that volume's not usually too high about reeves it's always on i think i think it's starting to get the volume is rising on reeves right now i think i see a lot of it on social media of people being like okay i'm ready to move on if you're bringing somebody else in if you can make some kind of deal that's going to make this team better because all i know is that this lakers team right now yeah with D'Angelo Russell, with Rui, with Austin Reeves, with this this Fando, core, all these guys, all yep. those guys, mm-hmm. it is not a championship team. They are not ready to win a championship with this specific team. I don't think they get past the Nuggets. I don't think they get past OKC, even though you beat them in the regular season twice. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do that again. Uh, when it gets to the, to that point, if it's this team, it's not there. So you have to make some kind of move now. 
Is that move DeJounte Murray? I don't know if that's the right – maybe it will help, but is he that much better than D'Lo? I mean, you know better. You you watch way more than, than I do. I've so I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to read a tweet here from yeah. – Shams that uh, NBA Central put together, but it, it came from Shams doing one of his shows that he does, and it's the Dejounte Murray and it's the D'Angelo Russell and and it's that conversation that's right, right. that's continuing. Um, and I'll give you my opinion of whether I think that could be a difference maker or not. I think that's number one. The second thing that you just said that this roster is not good enough not. to go make a run. Not everybody believes that. Now I'm with you on this. I've seen enough Lakers basketball to where I'm not going to fool myself and think that last year they did it and the same thing is just going to happen. All you got to do is just get in the playing tournament. Lakers are going to go on a run. Could it happen? Sure, sure. it can. Can. The only thing that I'll tell you, you know what else can happen is they don't get out of the playing tournament. That could happen as well. And and if this year, which they're hovering around ninth or 10th right now. Then it's one and out. That's a big difference. Yeah. Now you got to win two games. If you're the 10th, you got to win two games on the road to then just get into the playoffs. Some people think that they're still that dangerous. I don't. I'll read the tweet from Sham Sharanio. We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show, Berg in the house, um, and uh, uh, Berg is going to also tell me why he hates certain NFL rules. We'll get into that no, as well. Do that coming up next. Stay right here. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, we're doing an all-women's college basketball hot right. and cold, okay? Because right. there was some important stuff that happened this weekend. So Tara Vanderveer became the winningest uh, coach in college football history. So she has been coaching college for over basketball. 40... College basketball. Sorry, sorry. College yep. basketball history. So college, uh, Tara Vanderveer has coached college basketball for over 45 years, wow. and she just won her 1,203rd game when wow. they defeated Oregon State over the weekend. She has coached women that played in the WNBA, including our own co-worker, Shadea Gumake. So mm. congrats to Tara Vanderveer for the fantastic career. And she got this really cool Nike um, sweatshirt or jacket over the weekend that had all the tallies of all the her that's wins awesome. um so very cool so she's who's hot anytime you have something that said breaking coach k's record yeah yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good obviously she's done her own thing 45 years that's incredible that's a, that's really cool info right there yeah she's the stanford head coach right yeah she's stanford yeah, head so, coach. so i remember i mean watching the i'm a huge college basketball fan i don't watch the women's college as much but always during the tournament you see it's number one Stanford, number one Stanford. They're always, sure. always that hot team, really good team sure. in college basketball. I'm so good for her, and that's, that's great. Yeah, three national t- titles. They're currently ranked at number eight. They were um, always there. So, yeah, they're always, they're always in the conversation. So now time for who's cold or what's cold. It's rushing the court. Okay, so over the weekend, uh, Iowa was beaten. Iowa has Caitlin Clark, the number one player in women's college Baller. basketball right now, mm-hmm. balling out. It's amazing. Uh, so Ohio State beat Iowa. By eight points. And so, you know, it's obviously a disappointing loss for Iowa. And Ohio State rushes the court. Caitlin Clark's trying to get off the court, so she's running as well. And collides with an Ohio State fan. Seems to be a little shaken up slash injured by the... Because they both hit the ground. They both hit the floor. And then Caitlin goes off and then talks about it in the press conference afterwards. Um, I'm surprised that rushing the court doesn't result in, like this all the time where people get injured people run into people because it's so many humans in one space and to get the other team out safely I feel like is really difficult all right so I think for college basketball um if there's a lane that everyone is going down the chances even if somebody's still stumbling and falling 
it happens and the cause for injury or something like that, I'm with you. And listen, I'm somebody, we've joked around about this. I think rushing the court, it's one of the coolest things to see. Yeah. In college, when you see it, they take down the field goal post, that whole thing. The thing that throws me off in college football is when there isn't a lane that anyone going and they're basically jumping seven, eight feet down off yeah, whatever it is. I'm like, yeah. how it's, is somebody not getting injured in I'm this? I'm not sure about in football, but I know in basketball it's banned. You're not supposed to rush the court. They banned it. Someone else over the weekend, a men's college basketball okay. team, um, also rushed the court. Oh, yeah, it was the West Virginia, Kansas, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rushed the court. It is it is illegal so if to it's, rush the court. if it's banned, what yeah. do they do? No, nothing. I mean, when, right. if you're going, so, you're going. So There's it's nothing not you can do. But it's, yeah. it is not allowed. Mm-hmm. So... But like I, I think it's one of the coolest things. That was one of my joys in life. When I went to Colorado for one year, this was for football, but I rushed the field after Colorado beat Nebraska 42-27. It was mm-hmm. amazing. I've rushed the court when UCLA beat Cal one time to, to go and to win the Pac-12. It was amazing to, to do that on Pavilion. So I like it. All right, 10 it years from now, people still rushing? or Yeah, yeah, yeah people are still rushing. I'm yeah. just saying this woman that ran into Caitlin Clark also sure. had her phone out. So she's probably also she, trying to capture the yeah. thing not paying yeah. attention to who is right in front of her but again i'm just surprised it doesn't happen more because it's a horde of people coming at some other people and that always results in maybe Clayton, well, Caitlin clark should have turned and joined them in the rushing so that she's <laughs> going with the crowd oh, yeah, that's right not don't against go the against crowd. the grain no i mean anytime you're running around with your phone in your hand you're obviously not paying attention so i'm with you yes you're right that it's it should it surprise it doesn't happen more all right who's hot and who's cold is brought to you by next gen next gen the official ac heat and plumbing company of socal sports fans Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. We were talking a little bit about the Lakers. So Lakers got a game coming up tomorrow. They got the Clippers. Clippers home game. So Lakers home game. The month of January, technically, yes. Is this their final one or they got another one? Another away away game? I think uh, at the end of the month there's another away game. With the Clippers? Because this is, we're going to come to an end here. Them and, and the Clippers playing each other crypto. If there's ever a year... That these two teams cross paths in the playoffs, wouldn't it be the final year of the them sharing an arena, sharing a stadium? Okay, yeah, this a, is the second to last. That's a separate conversation. But they play them on the twenty eighth. Okay, play them on the twenty eighth. We'll get to the Clippers. We can talk about that tomorrow. 28th, yeah. I, I'm not too worried about that now. We were talking about D'Angelo Russell, and you know, we we were having the conversation, and I'm going to read off a tweet here that came a little bit earlier from. Um, NBA Central was quoting Sham Sharania, and and this is what he said. He said, Atlanta wants to find a third team to take on D'Angelo Russell in order to complete a DeJounte Murray trade with the Lakers, per Shams. It's centered around D'Angelo Russell, a 2029 first-round draft pick, and a pick swap, I'm told. The holdup was that Atlanta wanted to find a third team for D'Angelo Russell. Okay? Right. I've always had difficulty understanding this trade. I've always had difficulty understanding the trade for DeJounte Murray, because I would assume that the Atlanta Hawks can get more than a player who is, you can call it a expiring contract, not not fully expired yet, but D'Lo doesn't have much left on his contract. He's got basically the remainder of this year and then a player option that a lot of right. people think he's going to take because I don't know what his market's going to be moving forward. So he's probably going to take Take it. his $18 million, yeah. If you were asking me, hey, do you want to trade D'Angelo Russell, a 2029 first-round pick, potentially a pick swap for, for DeJounte Murray, I would tell you, yes, I would love to do that. And tell me if I need to go help pay for a ticket <laughs> Pack him up a little to bit. get him in Atlanta. And I, you asked the question a little bit earlier. Um, you asked the question of, okay, well, what does this do? Does this put the Lakers over the top? Right. Is he, is he a difference maker that is that much better There's than no way D-Lo. of knowing whether DeJounte Murray comes to the Los Angeles Lakers. I do think he'll be the third best player on the team. Yes. I think that part will be solidified. Um, I do think DeJounte Murray, if you're just asking me, a 27-year-old, that's going to put up, and he's not going to do this with the Lakers because, of course, his numbers are going to go down 25-5, and five, something along those lines with the Atlanta Hawks. He's the second best player on that team. Him and Trey Young kind of go back and forth. So the dynamic's going to be completely different with the Lakers, but I already know what I get with D'Angelo Russell. I already know what that is. Braun is not 28 or 29 years old. They're clearly in a all-in mentality every single year until LeBron James decides to hang it up. If you told me that you're getting DeJounte Murray, 
I think for the short term, yes, I think he's a better fit. Yes, I think he's a good player. Yes, I think he's a better defensive player. Yes, I think he's more athletic. Um, I would take my chances with that. And I think for the long term, DeJounte Murray is also, he's gonna, his extension is going to start next year. I think he could be the third best player on a championship team. Yes, I do think so. So those are my reasons to say absolutely I would do it. I just don't believe that there are other teams out there that are not offering more for DeJounte Murray than what the Lakers are offering. Well, there was somebody else. I, I don't remember who said it, but I saw it that um, it, may, it might have been Shams. It might, might not have been. But Miami was in on DeJounte Murray, and they're out Sounds now. like they're out now. They're, yeah, they're the out The price now. got too high yeah, or something like exactly. that. Exactly. So it looks like maybe nobody else wants to get even this far with the pick swap and the, and the first overall can, pick. Can I, can I tell you this? We are two and a half weeks away from the trade deadline. I also think it's premature. I think the Atlanta Hawks, why would they not? The closer you they? get the closer you get to the trade deadline, teams are going to get more aggressive. If the look, if the Lakers pull it off, awesome. I'll take my chances. I'll roll the dice. I feel like I already know what this Lakers team is. And maybe that's maybe that's what it is for me more than anything else. I don't believe in this roster. So I don't. If, okay, let's say it happens. Let's say this whole deal happens and D, and D'Lo goes. Does Dejounte Murray make this team better than Denver? So I'm going to go back to what I said. Very strongly, most likely, no. But I don't think you you don't know until you put these pieces together. If I'd have told you the Lakers last year went out and traded for D'Lo, Jared Vanderbilt, and Rui Hachimura, they'd make the Western and Malik Conference Beasley. Would I? Would you say that that's a that's a team that's good enough to get to the Western Conference Finals? I'd say no. I don't think it's good enough. So I, I can't answer your question. But what you're saying is the best team in the Western Conference and the team that won the NBA championship. I'm not looking at that. I'm just clearly looking. How can the Lakers just? Can they get to the number six spot? Can they find a way to just be back in the conversation with some of these other teams? And so far this year, it's really difficult to put them in those conversations. Yeah, it is. And I also want to know one thing. Like, if you get DeJounte Murray, does that mean you're done? Like, are you going to then – then you are you going to start changing everything? everything? This whole offseason was about continuity, right, and bringing yeah. everybody back so they had the same Which team. Which I think it was the right thing to do. I totally agree. It was the right thing to yep. do. But what do you do now? So you bring in DeJounte Murray. You yep. know what team you have and what the players that you have around there. Are you, st- you going to start – Blowing it all up again and trying to grab other people to. You're talking about this in. trade deadline yeah, or offseason? Tra- no, this this trade okay. deadline. Let because me can I can I throw a player your uh, way? Sure. How has Rui done this year? I mean, he's been injured, so he's been up and down. But when he comes back, he plays. I think well-ish. I think Rui has been the same player he's been his whole career this year. Now yeah. he has gone through injuries. Lakers paid him for what he did in the playoffs. Right. They didn't pay him for what his career has represented. So. Are you married to Rui Hachimura? And I'm just using that as an example. No, I'm not married to anybody. That's why I'm, I'm not either. And by the way, Austin Reeves, the the whole chatter of, you know, Reeves is untouchable. No, he's not. Why Absolutely would Austin not. Reeves be untouchable? There's nobody on this team that's untouchable other than LeBron and Anthony Davis. Those two. Those are the And only- I'm not saying you just go get rid of them. I'm just saying that if you can improve this roster, they are you think LeBron James is saying, guys, you know what? If it doesn't work out this year, no problem. Let's just kick the can down the road to where I'm 40. Do you see what I'm no, saying? No, no. He wants to win. He wants to win now. And that's when. And maybe there isn't a path to get there. That could also be the reality. It could not be. But again, this is a team that was built for continuity in the offseason. But with LeBron being 39 years old and wanting to win another championship, yeah. as, as he should, and LA goes through moments, and it's mostly the fans, and I'm a, I'm a part of that. You want the continuity. You want to keep every. You want the core, keep the core together. But you also want that championship. So if it if it takes getting rid of everybody and just keeping LeBron and AD and changing everything, I'm all in on that. Yeah, and I'm I'm not telling you that that's the game plan or that would work. But I tell you, I thought it was the right thing to do in the off season to have some continuity. See what to it's bring like. the players back. But they're not performing. They're 500. So that that's the if the Lakers right now were. 10 games over 500 then we're saying hey guys let's it's not like let's chill. not tweak this let's, thing you right. know like let's let's let this thing be but i you can't sell me on well Rui missed some games well cam reddish missed some games well vando missed some games those, and you haven't seen gabe vincent I, l- go look at your top line guys 
those are the guys that if they miss, then then there's a justification for it. I haven't really seen a justification against for it. Brooklyn. What I think AD was over twenty, LeBron was over twenty. I think D'Angelo was over twenty, and, and they got ran off the court. And they got ran off the court against Even the Brooklyn Nets. I think had a good game. Who had like, lost fourteen of seventeen games? Right. They lost. They lost to San Antonio when they were on a seventeen-game losing streak. You know who else they lost to? Yeah. Portland, yeah, who just beat who the Lakers just blew out. And so it's just kind like of the garbage. That that Portland team is yeah. not a good basketball team. In no sense was that a should good basketball be, uh, team. Should be a fun couple, uh, two and a half weeks or so before we yep. get to the trade deadline. We got the dump coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeper Show, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, on this day, 2003, Chappelle Show premiered. Were you a big Chappelle Show fan back in the day on I, Comedy Central? I loved Chappelle Show. Jorge, were you Show. a Chappelle Show guy? I never really got into it, no. Never got no. into it? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It was just hilarious. Every single one of his skits was just absolutely They were extreme. Yeah. They were, oh my gosh, is he doing this? Yes, he is doing this. Yes. Um, and they had I, got big time names to go on there, too. I, I remember... Uh, Remember the Wayne Brady episode? No, he was in a bunch of episodes. Okay, Wayne the Brady. Prince, the Prince episode is maybe the best one with oh, Charlie yeah. Murphy. That's oh, yeah. so funny. Charlie Murphy, that yeah. character, as good as it gets. Yeah. The member the the racial draft. That's where they're going through the draft, and that was one of the most genius skits ever. Okay, here 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 and was Chappelle's not the same guy anymore. He just his his comedy has completely changed. From yeah, it has then. changed. It has changed, and just kind of his story about uh, you know obviously um, how he. Stop doing the comedy, uh, how he stopped doing Comedy Central. He's a unique guy. Yeah. Long story short, also, for those who were fans of the show, they had unbelievable music acts that if you were a fan yeah. of hip-hop back in the day, right, and whether it was him bringing on Most Def or Common or Talib Kweli or The Roots or, I mean, Dude, he, would have, always there. he would have sets after that just kind of, it, it, there wasn't a portion of that show that you can tell he didn't have his fingerprints on, and if you were a fan of hip hop, which he clearly was a fan of hip hop, he got it. They in. did like a block party once, no? Like that's right, like they did. They Chappelle's block party. That's and right, a bunch they of did. Artists in they Chicago did that in New York. Oh, was it they, New York? They Chicago? did. They did it in New York, but I think they did it in right. some other places as well. Yeah. Adam, yeah. have you ever gone back and watched Chappelle's show, or did you watch it ever? Is that a thing for you? Uh, nope. No. No, not right. no Chappelle show. Oh, no, it's it's really. If you should, I mean, you can go on YouTube and find clips of it. It's hysterical. Um, okay, a couple things here as well. There was some. Um, we didn't get a chance to get into it because there was a lot of other stuff going on during the game yesterday. Buffalo and KC. Okay, Buffalo and KC. All right. <laughs> it kind of blew up. Uh, it kind of blew up Twitter. And and while I was doing the pregame show with Michael, um, you know, we got the TV on. Crypto did something cool yesterday. They put the game on the jumbotron. Oh, good! They for put them. Buffalo and KC cool. on the jumbotron, which I agree. And I, I don't think. I mean, we are lucky enough to have our monitors in front of us because yeah. where we're sitting. At so far, they do that too. Not usually great. with basketball, but they, they'll put up you know it's whatever great. other NFL if games. A, if on, it's yeah. a one fifteen kickoff, they're playing yeah. the morning games or whatever the case is. So it was a smart thing to do. And the Chiefs are driving, and. They get all the way to the one yard line. Yep. We all saw the. Uh, and this was also after that fake punt. So fake, the punt fake punt gave them really right. good uh, positioning. And, and now you're basically the ending the game mm-hmm. if you go up two it was scores. An end around McCole Hardman, right? Yep. Yeah. And we start talking about Which, it. That was a second fumble, by the way, in the, in the game. We start talking about it because you're like, okay, hey, was he down? Was he not down? Um, he wasn't down. Ball was goes down. out of the end zone, mm-hmm. and I think Twitter just blows up from there, where you were on one side or the other. Let me just say Polarizing. this. Let me just say yep. this. I'm open to get convinced on this, but 
when we were doing the pre, Michael and I were both on the side of, yeah, that should be a touchback. Why? Now it's Buffalo's ball at the 20-yard line, 25, wherever they had it's it. Ridiculous. And Ireland was basically, this is the stupidest rule in the NFL. Agreed. And he had about 35 tweets from other people who were also <laughs> saying that it's the stupidest rule. Where do you guys it's, land on I, it? I, I'll go for some M. I hate this rule. I think okay. it's a stupid rule. There's no reason that if you fumble out of bounds to in the end zone that the other team should get it and still go to the 20-yard line. So what should That's, it be? It should be you still get the ball and it go where you where you fumble the ball, it's right there. So I there's feel, no feel, repercussion there was for no fumbling recovery. the ball. There was no recovery from the defending team. Okay. The defending team does not recover the ball. They don't deserve to get the ball. If it's any if that ball goes out at the 1-yard line instead of going right past the pylon, it stays with with the offense, it's down at the one yard line. It's down at the one yard mm-hmm. line. If it's any, if you if you fumble on I'm the twenty, I'm listening to the pitch. I'm interested. It, okay, if you li- if you fumble on the twenty and it goes on to the nineteen, the offense still has the ball. It's just because it goes into the end zone that you give it back to them and they get to move out of it. Hmm. Now, if you hmm. want to get get really into it, if you want to give the ball to the defense because they were because it went out of bounds in in the end zone, which is still stupid. They got to get it they at the one. It at the one, right at the, right where it went out, right there on the one inch line. That's where you get the ball because you're not you're you're letting them, you're giving them a, an extra opportunity. So, so for what no you're reason. saying is that's not supposed to be a turnover. No, it's you not a turnover. You don't think that's the equivalent you, of a turnover? For a turnover, you have to actually recover the ball. You have to is there an interception or recovery? You have to land on the ball. It where went out of bounds. Him? Where do you land him? So. I think that generally my first instinct is Thanks to be on the pitch, same yeah. side as Greg, saying this is a dumb rule. It's it's a bit not dumb rule that it is. I think it's a little bit too punitive. That to put them on the twenty yard line, the other defense on the twenty yard line is a little bit punitive. Maybe you put them on the one yard line, okay. even if you want to treat it as a turnover. But we do treat the end zone differently than any other spot in the field. Mm-hmm. So they have special rules about the end zone. Okay, so I understand why the end zone is a sacred place. This is scoring here. So what if you know someone learns to bend this rule and thinks that they're going out, but they're just going to go, they're going to toss their ball over the end line, out of bounds, and then that's a t- then they change that rule for nothing. I, I don't know. I just think that. I mean, you're going to be. You can. You can mess with any rule. Exactly. I think that it is punitive. Might be a little too extreme. I think that it is. It is. Most of our rules, though, benefit Mm -hmm. the offense. This is probably the only rule in football that benefits the defense of making a big play. I think John's Uh, idea, he was saying, and I'll ask him when he comes in, but I think John was saying, move them back to the 20. So John was saying, they keep the ball, have have the Kansas City Chiefs keep the ball, um, don't give the ball to the Buffalo Bills. No, you can't do but that. But move them back. No, no. It's, but it's, move them back. But isn't that 10. better? Isn't that better? I mean, than... it's better than giving it giving it back mm-hmm. to the, giving it to the defense. But still, it should stay with the offense. You don't recover a ball. You don't get the ball. That's just how it works. And I understand the whole thing about it being in the end zone. That's a good. It's, it's a good point. But mm-hmm. I want. And John's now walking in here. So yeah, he John, can, I'll, he, I'll let you because it was funny yesterday. How I, I think it's one how of the first you and Michael how you, how you and Michael were so instantly, and I was leaning towards Michael on this, and you're like, yeah, read all these tweets of everybody basically agreeing with it. Yeah, I hate that rule. It's a stupid so rule. So what was your solution? If I'm right, your solution so was Casey keeps the ball. Casey basically keeps the ball, but they get penalized by taking it back to the 20. So it's Taking a 20-yard penalty for following. That's a massive penalty. Like right, a, a but 10 it's better yards? than not losing the ball. Uh, agreed. No, but it's a, touch, it's a reverse touchback. In other words, they go to their own 20. And they take it out. And so that way it penalizes you for fumbling the ball in the end zone, which is Michael's point. He yeah. says, you know, the end zone should be like heaven. Sacred. really hard to get in. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you still okay with this rule, Slee? No, I, I, think I, I was changing. Just, We're I'm changing. Up, I, was tell, I, I was telling Berg, I was saying that I'm open to listen. I never really paid that close attention to the rule. It was just like, yeah, that's the rule. And that was it. Right. I think the more people are making an argument that that is such a – and, and I think what you said, the fact that Buffalo does not recover the ball, nobody recovered the ball. So Correct. it's not a turnover turnover. It's not. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty extreme thing to do to, to a team that was at the one-yard line and fumbled the to ball. To not only get bounds. the ball, but you also get it 20 yards further up the field? I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, so what would you do? I would give the ball back to the offense on the one-yard line. He's saying stay at the one. He's saying they don't lose anything. They yeah, I think you should. You or should back suffer, to where you started from. You should suffer consequences for fumbling the ball into the end zone. I'll give you that. Give me, give me a 10, 15-yard penalty. That's totally fine. Yeah. So if it's 10, 15. Well, we're arguing yeah. with semantics now. Sure, but I, I'm okay um, with the penalization in the end zone. They, but I'm shocked. At, like this morning on Get Up, 
Mike Greenberg hates this role. He's like me. Okay. He had on the set with him Rex Ryan, Ryan Clark, and Dan Orlovsky. They all liked the role. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. That's and they, a... and they of course, all spent time in the NFL. Offensive, and, defensive, and a coach? Yeah. Yeah, which surprised me because there's a competition committee in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You can change any rule you want. And the competition committee is all people actively employed by NFL teams. It's GMs, it's coaches, it's former execs that now work in the NFL league office. So they care. I mean, they want to do what's right for the game. Mace, do you like that rule where you fumble the ball into the end zone and the other team gets the ball? You know, Todd Gurley did it twice that I remember and screwed us both times. Yeah. I don't understand the rule. I, rule. I don't understand why. It's too extreme. Yeah, it is too yeah. extreme. Yeah. You're I'm leaning towards that. Possession. That makes sense. All right, so here's uh, my that game, him 20 yards. That Here's my idea. The game Here's my idea. Yeah. Reverse touchback. So Kansas City or, or, uh, fumbled the ball into the end zone. Right. All right. And it was I don't know. Let's I don't know what it was. One, let's say it was second and six. Second and goal from the six. Right. Okay. All right. They fumble the ball into the end zone. All right. Third down at the twenty. Loss of down. It goes back to the twenty. So it's a reverse touchback. I'm, so I'm you're heavily penalty. You're heavily so penalty. Still on their side of the field, and it's and third down. Ball. And it's third and goal from the twenty. And I mean, basically, that's a huge, huge penalty. But at least then you can get a field goal. Yeah, I was or Greg, say. you get one shot to maybe get a touchdown. You're not like cutting everybody's head off. I mean, here. I, it sounds like it's yeah. a million dollar penalty for a ten cent crime. I you mean, know? I, I, can we meet in the middle and then have still stay second down, but you're on the twenty? Uh, sure. I mean, I I'd be willing to even meet you in the middle on that other thing you wanted, like a 10-yard no, penalty. But that's a good penalty. But I don't that's want... A, that's a real I wanna, What I want to do is appease the people that like the rule yeah. by, by by creating a huge yeah. penalty. I mean, loss of down, and you put, move the ball back to the 20. But it's not the end of the world. Because think about this. If Kansas City would have been driving to win the game, let's say they were down by four or down by three, and that would have won the game. Then that's ball game. Then that's it. It's yeah. over. Well, even in the context of yesterday, that was that could a have been gigantic <laughs> play and could have led to ball Kept Buffalo game in easily. And, and what a way to lose. If you spent one hour with Michael... Do you think you would convince him if you had a one-hour pitch on this? Of course not. Of course not. No, no. It's not. no like I heard you guys talking about yeah. the Lakers, and, and I'm being dead serious about this. Michael thinks the Lakers have zero issues, and if they finish tenth, oh my god, they're going to win the NBA title. I don't think he they was get at out the game against Brooklyn, right? Was he there? Was he yeah. in the building? He was there Friday. Yeah. He right? said he said you're making too much out of one game. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll they, be here tomorrow. He'll be here tomorrow. To a, they lost to a crap team in, on a weekend where they needed to sweep. Not only was it a crap team, they got beat down. It yeah, was, they it did. was embarrassing. They just collapsed. Yeah, they did. Okay, Bill Bron yeah, was I over used twenty. To say, AD was over twenty. D'Lo was over twenty. I used to Austin say Michael was, would make a good GM. I no longer think that. <laughs> no. If he thinks that the Lakers have zero issues, oh, that's he wouldn't be a good GM. Insane. All right, let's. Do, I'm glad uh, Rob is our GM. Let's do some super crosstalk. What's what's going on with Travis? Why does he not like you guys? Uh, I mean, Friday he, he left. But I feel bad. I feel this, bad right? for him. This was his day to play Riviera, right? I know. Yeah. Riviera in the rain is not fun. It's very cold. The the wind whips off the water, and and he can't like say, "Oh, we got rained out. I'll go tomorrow." Because no, no, it's no, a one-day yeah, thing. So that's that can... one of the things that sucks about golf. Is if like let's say I got a chance to play Augusta, if it's a driving rainstorm, that's it. I either play in it or this I miss my gym. A couple it's years like ago. like a Caddyshack yeah. with the... With, the good Lord oh, would yeah, never yeah, ruin yeah. the greatest round so, of my Dr. Now, Beeper. Now, yeah. was there ever a winner established that could play golf? Because <laughs> okay. originally listen. it was like, I'm calling number seven. Can't make listen, it. I'm I'm gonna be, I had COVID like three months ago. That's, by the way, I've been in radio for 30 years. I've never, ever seen that happen. Have and you? Like, no, and a super cool prize, too, yeah. right? I would be honest I mean, like, the Mason and I have a running joke that if we gave away a bag of sand, every phone line would jam oh, the minute we announced bag of it. sand. I just filled it myself. And, and it just can't be your bag of sand. It has to be the company's bag of okay. sand. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but right. but I've never heard. I've never heard a guy like be sign up for something, be yeah. eligible to win, win it, and go. You know what? Can't go. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna yeah. let you guys determine this because when that happened, mm-hmm. I was you know incredibly confused. Where yes. he's like, "Hey guys, thank you, but no, thank you." You know, right? I'll call you. Don't call me. Yeah. Okay? Right. Right. I never heard anything else past that. So nobody else, you know, told me what was going on in regards to that. So I have no idea who they're playing with today. So I have no idea. We know if- it's Emily. Do you know? Or did she leave? No, no she's, she's there. there. Oh. She's there. We know yeah. it's. 
Travis and Chris. That's and Chris. it. As, was Tommy out there? Tommy is here Tommy's today. Tommy's here working. So Tommy's here we know, today. We know a twosome. <laughs> yeah, and they may be the only two out there yeah. in this rain. In this, can you swap. imagine you guys give it away? Give yeah, it away. There Laker is another tickets? person. Yes, they are. They are. Uh, they found somebody. Dustin. They found yeah. somebody. The yeah. guy yes. wins your fifth row Friday Laker tickets, Can't and then at the it. end sorry. says, "Sorry guys, yeah, I, mean, I, I know, not, I, I, know I took all these notes and I got all the answers <laughs> right and all that, but I I can't make it that night. We're that's trying a, to. That's a bad night for me. We're trying to stop people from calling in seconds and third times of Correct. trying to win. Yeah, this yeah. is like the first time the opposite has ever happened. What you guys uh what you guys think of the football games this weekend? I thought that game last night was as good of a game as we've seen all game. year. Great game. I feel Amazing. so bad for that kicker. I, I mean, what did Tyler Bass is his name? Yeah. Uh, can he stay in Buffalo now? Yes. I think Scott Norwood had to move out of Buffalo. Isn't he? It's always he really? wide right. Why is it always Emily wide right? Emily said it's he deactivated right. his social media. I would. Oh, he did? Oh. He I, did. I would. probably I would. giving him death threats. Oh. Yeah, I would, I would if Especially I was Especially Buffalo? Yeah, it's, you know, it, I was thinking about this. Professional sports, particularly the life of a kicker, is really the only profession that you'll be remembered. Your legacy could be your worst moment ever. Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. remember about Mike Vanderjet? That he was an effing kicker, according right. to Peyton Idiot Manning. Yeah. yeah. What do you remember about Gary Anderson? That he made all those field goals in a row and missed when it counted. Yep. That's all. Scott yeah. Norwood. You remember the miss. Had a great year. Scott Norwood, you remember the wide right. That's it. In San Diego. One you know, job. What do you remember about Ray Finkel? Oh, yeah. Laces out. out. Yep. Yeah. Nate Cading in San Diego. That's all people remember. You know, Nate Cading was missing field goals in playoff yep. games. You're right, John, that that's... It comes down to just that. So, let me throw that. Why did they not? Because you were critical of the Rams because they didn't. They they went into the playoffs with Brent Maher at kicker. Right. This kicker missed more kicks than anybody in the league, and they still went into the playoffs with. Wait him. till I tell you why. Okay. Nine for nine with the game on the line. Oh, we saw wow. that stat right before he kicked. Nine. Eight. Oh, it's That's always right. it's the always right before. The in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, he career he was nine for nine. Wow. And, uh, and, and Carlson kick. And so, and so I think the Carlson, Carlson kick was another yep. one. Yeah. Yep. I, I, but I think if you're if you're the Bills, you say, yeah, he's missed some kicks. But to quote an old Shaquille O'Neal Neal phrase, he makes them when they count. Yeah. Mm. And then, sure enough, they get in a situation when it counts. And he misses. I mean, it wasn't even that far. What was it? 44 40 yards? Yeah. Both, of them, both of them. The Packers kick was reasonable. Yeah. 40 it was cold and kicks. it was windy, but it, high school kickers make that yeah. Okay, do you think that kick... It wasn't we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. The windy. Bills kick... I thought he pushed it. The wind was pushing right. Yeah, he I didn't kind of looked was... like he went, and then that thing just sailed. I, I, like, oh, I, I would equate right. it to, to like a putt. He had to putt that to the left edge of the goalpost. Right. Mm. And knowing that it was going to move a little bit. Yeah. But I don't even know, Slee, if he would have done that, if he would have aimed for the left goalpost, if that would have been good. That was so wide right yeah. that it might have missed anyway. I think he just pushed it. Yeah, it's funny. I, I We were talking about it yesterday. And hey, listen, this is part of the – it's the Buffalo Bills, so it wasn't the shock. It's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, what Buffalo so, does. It's so sad for them. I, I'm so with you. so sad but, for but them. But was there but how a about point? Mahomes? Six – AFC championship games in a row. John, that had a lot to Three do with it, too. It's not already. just that Buffalo is a team that has choked in predicaments like this. You got to go through Mahomes. Right. Everybody's got to go through Mahomes. Lamar Jackson has to go through Mahomes. And I, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't I shocked at Buffalo. Middle of the, the season, again, watching the getup. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? What's wrong with Kansas? I know. You know what? They're great when they need to be great. He's great when he needs to be great. And Mahomes and Kelsey, you know, now have more postseason TD passes yeah, than Gronk and Brady. Brady. And Gronk, yeah. um, it, it's just Mahomes with the game on the line is like when when I saw he only needed to get one first down. I, I stopped paying attention. I was working the Laker game, but we had that game on. I thought, one first down. Mahomes is going to do this There were a couple sleep. of moments there. Stephon Diggs should have caught oh that ball. Oh, my God. That was a 65-yard The one he threw, dropped. he sailed that ball. By the way, do you guys see, how far can Josh Allen throw yeah, the ball? Yeah, I know. Couple 300 yards. If he, stood, if he stood on one end zone, could he throw it to the other one? Sure looked he like it close. play. He had some I mean, I don't even know arm. if I could throw it to the 50. <laughs> I think he could. I don't. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I can't. But yeah. with Ma- but with Mahomes, like if, even if Tyler Bass does hit that field goal and they tie the game, there was still but a minute buck and forty, 30, buck yeah, 40. forty. I mean, Mahomes he's well, that's down why that's, and he's scoring. Right? That's why I think the people that are killing McVeigh, um, if even if McVeigh 
would have kicked that field goal, and even if Brett Maher would have made it, which was the li- sixty-two yards. Yeah, the line. But he's he's career. He's twenty-one to thirty-four, fifty plus. He's good. Yeah, but what is he from sixty? I never yeah. thought that. But going for it on fourth. But yeah. either either one had yeah. the Rams either tied it. Had the Rams tied it, the Lions still had like two minutes to come down, to and they make had it happen. Timeout. And Goff's playing yeah. out of his mind. Are you right. guys, do you no, find Goff's yourself? Do you great. find yourself rooting for Goff? Absolutely, one hundred. Well, especially now because he's playing the playing Niners. Playing the Niners. I, I, my favorite and team is always. Lost. Who's Am I the, the only Niners? one who thinks the Lions are going to win that game? I think they're going to win. If Purdy looks like he did anything, San Francisco looks very beatable on Saturday night. Debo, yeah. If he doesn't play, if Debo doesn't play, that's a the Lions' story is so cool. And I'm with you guys that I'm rooting for Goff as well. I mean, the success that he's having there, especially because the Rams already cashed one in. It's like, why would anybody have anything against him? When he was in town, he was a punching bag. I mean, honestly, it's great to see him go somewhere. Ernest stripes, lead a team as far, have a game like he did in the divisional round, have a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Good for him. I, I'm rooting for him. Hey, John, if Goff goes to two Super Bowls with two different teams, does that change your opinion on him? Um, he becomes Kurt Warner. Yeah. Who's in the Hall of Fame. Right. So is but he, Warner, right Warner, there. Warner won. cashed one in. Warner yeah. won, won one. Almost right. beat so Pittsburgh So we have to win, basically. But oh. the, either way, taking two different franchises to the Super Bowl, it says if a lot beat, about you. Hey, if they beat San Francisco and they lost to the Ravens or the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but I it's mean, weird. You give him some, all the credit for in the some world. reason in our sports fandom, we don't give credit to people who just make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You have to win it. If you win it, like Eli Manning's going to get to the Hall of Fame well, simply be, simply because twice, he won yeah. two Super Bowls. But he beat Tom Brady at the same time. Joe Namath like, is in the circumstance. Do this exercise. Go look at Joe Namath's career statistics. He has more interceptions mm. than touchdowns. That- but because he pulled off the biggest upset in the history of and the Super Bowl. And shot. Yeah. yeah, he's in. And he was Broadway Joe playing in the biggest market. Wore a mink coat like no man ever could. <laughs> yeah, loved to sling it. Had a lot of games with four and five touchdown oh, passes. a lot, too. Um, 173 touchdowns. Dan Marino's known for not winning it. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for whatever reason, you don't get a lot of credit. Goff probably has to win one if you're going to make a Hall of Fame case for him. If not, he's, I mean, already you could say he's had a great career. Oh, I, I used to say that they screwed up the pick when they picked him number one. Um, I no longer think that. I think he's worthy of the number one pick. Yeah, no, he did. I mean, again, we don't give credit. He did get them to the Super Bowl in 2018. By the way, same but with he Baker was Mayfield. Pointed at. Baker, Baker Mayfield, good for ba- him. Baker Mayfield's Baker. been run out of two different cities, and then the Rams had him. You know, he's on his fourth team. He's he's proven that Although, he did a great season. I, I now believe that the Rams and Sean McVay fixed Baker Mayfield's career. If he didn't come to the Rams and get the, those three Might games, be. he was not going to get that job in, Wait, and, in, and, in Tampa. And here's why. McVay is a, a human pinball machine. He draws up plays that generate yards and touchdowns. And Baker Mayfield can't be in a structured system where you just hand off the ball, throw a 10-yard out. Play, Baker Mayfield needs to sling it. And I mean, when he he's allowed, when he's allowed to sling it, he plays well. And you know, Jared Goff is you know for all his faults, he's deadly accurate. I mean, he like if he he throws the ball into windows that I wouldn't even attempt to throw into. Niners look shaky. I I, I think they got over the. I should have lost the game. Yeah, no, the should have lost. Packers should have won that game. Right. See, I'm thinking drive. about two games. Yeah, I'm thinking about how bad they looked when they played on national TV against Baltimore yep. at home. They didn't look like a Super Bowl team at all. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night, they probably should have lost. And yeah. now they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Packers after, almost went, after that. Packers almost went to Dallas and to San Francisco. The same Packers team well, that's lost why against was, the Rams. That's why it was so frustrating <laughs> that the Rams lost because yeah, they the had a, Rams, the way they were playing, could have mm-hmm. beaten the Niners. Yep. And then, believe it or not, they end up in the championship game. And, you know, who knows who they would have been playing against. But that's why I was disappointed the Rams didn't win. Well, Jordan Love is going to be a he's going to be a player in this league from now sure. on. Sure. From yeah. now on. And like boy, is guy. he going to get paid. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what that last Although, throw was. Although, you know, sat there and he waited behind Well, you know what that was? Rogers. That was a young quarter. Jared Goff did that in the Super Bowl. He was a young quarterback. Trying to make a play yeah. where there's no just trying to make body a, into the middle but, of the field. By, by the way, Greg, on second down, uh, if he just would have thrown that out of bounds. Or just try to run. He could have done a lot of different things. UCLA used to have an offensive coordinator named Homer Smith. He was pretty famous. And he was he, he worked at several schools and uh, Mason and I were buddies with Matt Stevens, who played quarterback at UCLA and used to come on our show all the time. Just sidelines. And what? Uh, well, still does color now. Yeah. Still, oh, he does color yeah. with Josh. Good yeah, for Matt. I think. 
Um, and Matt used to say that Homer Smith, every time he would try something like Jordan Love tried, Homer Smith would say, live to play another day. Mm-hmm. I, want to, I want you to, every time you think about throwing a pass that you think has a less than 50% chance of being completed, live to play another day. Throw it out of bounds, reset the table, and then you increase your odds. But don't do what Jordan Love did. He's just too young to know. Buy learns from it. Um, real quick on DoorDash, you're not ordering anymore right no doordash no grubhub no postmates no uber eats nothing i I have no problem with this yeah no i I think emily well no she did it because the separation was good emily said she ordered doordash twice for dinner yesterday what's wrong with that nothing wrong with it twice on one day for that's that's what that's what emily i admire you that's what i wait a minute double dinner there was a four-hour separation i didn't know there was a four-hour i think she partook in what you'd like to partake oh she admitted i watched interstellar i got really high i watched interstellar and had pizza and by the way, Emily, I would argue that's what Saturdays are for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have to I work agree. every day. But... NM, NM, I bet you stoned, <laughs> uh, this is my experience, Interstellar makes sense. See, did the, not when you're sense. not, uh, did make sense to me when I was stoned. Doesn't make sense in real life. See, yeah. the difference is double DoorDash. Mason did that for for donuts at one point, and yep. three hours later, get Reese's. Reese's peanut butter. Peanut butter Again, donuts, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. yeah. All right, Supercross Talk is brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger, that's what a hamburger is all about. Mason Island coming up next.